In today's episode, we're going to be chatting everything, discovery calls, uh, sales calls, introductory calls, whatever you want to call them. That is the topic of today's episode. And the reason that this popped up was it was actually somebody inside of my membership community. Every single month we have a training, so a specific training for the month, and then we also do a Q&A session. And before we hop on the Q&A session, people fill out the form and they ask their top three questions that they have relating to the training. So in September, our training was selling with short form video. And this person actually brought up a really awesome question because it wasn't just about selling on short form video. It was, hey, I got this client because of the short form video I made, or I got this lead. Now we're about to hop on a discovery call. What do I do? So I'm going to read the question off and then I'm going to give you guys some insight onto my answer for it. So this person asked, Hi, I'd love to get your input on introductory calls. I get on calls and instead of it being 30 minutes, it always goes longer, usually an hour, sometimes more. These are calls to introduce ourselves and see if it's a good fit to work together. How do you manage these types of calls? Thank you, appreciate it a lot. So when it comes to discovery calls, I think this is where a lot of freelancers get very caught up in the... um, I don't know the right word here, but I feel like a lot of freelancers get caught up in the fact of trying to prove themselves on a discovery call or a sales call, when in reality, it's not about that. So typically, the discovery call is one of the first touch points after they consume your content, after they're on your email list. It's kind of that first interaction they might have with you. Maybe they've been in a few programs of yours before, if that's something you offer, But with high-ticket clients, a lot of the times we hop on discovery calls to make sure that they're the right fit. This is especially true with done-for-you services. That way we make sure that we're in alignment with our potential lead, okay? So when it comes to actually hopping on these calls, I want you to make sure that you are holding the power in the conversation from the very beginning, okay? The whole point of hopping on a discovery call isn't for you to talk about yourself. I'd say like 80-20, 80-20 split of... 80% of the time, it should be the client or the lead talking about themselves, talking about their their problems, talking about what's going on, their struggles, what they need support with. And 20% of the time should be you, you know, introducing yourself, asking thought-provoking questions, maybe elaborating a little bit more on a point, giving some valuable insight, but not really bringing in, um, like, having them pick your brain kind of questions, if that makes sense. So you want to make sure you're holding your power in the very beginning, because for me, when I was first starting out as a freelancer, I was thinking in this mindset of, I want this client because it's going to be more money in my bank account. When in reality, the thing that was holding me back was that mindset. It wasn't that I didn't know what I was talking about. It wasn't that I wasn't an expert in what I was doing. It was... I just was trying to hop on these sales calls to make money, which I mean is the point of running a business. But what I want you to do when you hop on these these calls is reframe your mindset from that to, I want to get to know this person more to see if I can leave an impact on their business and transform their life. All right, I'm going to repeat that. When you hop on these calls, go in with the mindset of, I want to get to know this person more to see if I can leave an impact in their business and transform their life. I noticed what would happen when I went in with this mindset is that not only did I close more calls, so not only did I get more people 
um, who were interested in the proposal that I'd send out after or who would be more willing to pay me money to work with me. But I also closed the right people. Okay, before when I had calls that would go over 30 minutes, usually these people were treating it as a way to get some sort of free information out of me. All right. It was the pick me brain questions and they ended up being nightmare clients to work with. But when I went into the call with how can I actually how how I want to get to know this person to see if I can actually understand their business and understand their life. And I'm not just going to send them over a proposal afterwards, you know, following the system 100%, you want to use this first touch point, this discovery call, as a place to build a genuine human connection with someone. All right? Because what's going to happen is either you're going to hop on the call with people and they're going to ask you pick-me-brain questions, or it's going to feel like a job interview. It's not going to feel like, oh, I'm getting to know this person, getting to feel their struggles, getting to see if I can actually make an impact if I'm the right person for this. And it was more like somebody wanting to get all of my qualifications before they paid me. (laughs) And that shouldn't be the case. Before somebody hops on a call with you, they should know your qualifications. They should know that you've had impact with other people. They should know who you are as a person already from your content. They should know this from the freebies that you have, from maybe additional programs they've been part of, from the social media posts that you make, from podcast episodes you've been on, all right? People should know all of that. They shouldn't be treating it like a job interview because they should see your work before they even hop on a call. They should be looking at your portfolio and stuff like that, all right? So... When you go into these calls, go in with that next level confidence and lead from the very, very beginning. The moment you start letting them direct the conversation, the power is out of your hands and the call is no longer going to go the way that you want. You're not going to be able to ask them what they actually need support with. So when you craft the proposal, it's thought out and detailed and makes sense for their business. And it's going to be them asking you questions that you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. And that's the biggest problem with this is one, it's a waste of your time when they start asking you questions that are like, how much do you charge? What sort of, what sort of experience do you have? All that sort of stuff. When they start asking you that, or what sort of strategies would you recommend for me right now? Those sort of questions aren't going to get you any further inside of the sales process. Okay. You need to treat this as stepping up to the plate. I am the CEO of my business here. I'm showing up as a CEO and I'm getting to know somebody who wants to become part of my world. My job is to support this potential lead. So I need to know specific information before I can do that to see if they're the right fit. Yes, discovery calls are about getting to know their needs and their wants, but it's also showing your lead and your potential client how you show up as a CEO in your business. And this is so, so important because the way that you show up on this call, if you're looking at it from their perspective, is going to be a reflection of the work and boundaries that they get when they hire you. I want you to take that in for a second, okay? If you're showing up on this call frantic and you know, you're not the one leading the conversation, you're very 
hesitant about things you're not really sure what questions to ask you're all over the place you know you're letting somebody walk all over you that is going to be very reflective in how you actually run your business when you're working with them okay let's say you went through the entire sales process you signed the proposal or they signed the the contract you sent out the proposal all that stuff happened this discovery call right here these 30 minutes all that it should take is less than 30 minutes is going to be reflective of how you end up working with someone for the next few months. Okay, so to answer this question, to summarize everything, one, keep it under 30 minutes, okay? If you want a list of all the questions that I ask during the discovery call and the entire process, send me a DM on Instagram, discovery call, and I will send you over the template that I use. But One, they should not be any longer than 30 minutes. If you're on a call with somebody over 30 minutes, then it's just going to turn into them asking you a bunch of questions and it's a waste of your time, okay? And two, you need to hold the power right when you hop on. Introduce yourself. Say, I'm so excited to get to know you more. I'm going to be asking you a bunch of questions and you dive right in, okay? Leave it at that. Leave it at that. The longer you try and drag these out, the more chaotic it's going to get. Simple scales, complex fails, okay? So don't overthink the discovery call. It literally is just a first connection for you guys. You're going to be going back and forth a lot more after this when you sign or when you send over the proposal, I'm willing to bet you're probably going to hop on another call and chat about that more and it's going to be more of a sales kind of thing, okay? This call, don't treat it as like trying to close them right away. Treat it as I'm trying to get to know them and see if they're actually going to be a good fit for my business. Because if you go in with the mindset of I need this client to make money, not only are they going to see that, but you're going to send over a proposal that's probably not aligned with your business and not aligned with who they are as clients too, all right? So... Take that information, run with it. If you want more information about discovery calls, send me a DM on Instagram. And yeah, if you guys have any other questions, especially for those of you who are inside the membership, make sure you are filling out that Q&A form because maybe one of your questions will get answered in a podcast episode as well. Have a great one, you guys, and I will see you in the next one.